Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome in. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Having some fun. Bending a few elbows. Banksy getting after it right away. I like that. Derek Stevens in with us. Mike Palm. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, Excellent. Good to, good to be on. Our first time together on a Friday night nightcap. So great to have you here in Vegas, man. Yeah, and it's funny because the first question you asked me, Derek, is where are you from? The standard getting to know you question, and I hit you with it. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, that's why we got Mike Palm, another South Bend, Indiana. Uh, well, I don't want well, to say from, but I mean, four years. Four years in South it's Bend, four Indiana. Years. Four years. There you go. Touchdown Jesus. Touchdown. Shout out. Well, the other sides of the library, I thought they should have had a clipping Jesus and unsportsmanlike Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the grass is too tall Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your week going? Great. Yeah. Yeah, going fantastic. Good. Yeah. And. I want to throw it to you guys with Aaron Rodgers, this news that maybe Rodgers is retiring, maybe a power play out of Green Bay. What do you make of all this and all the odds shifting in Vegas? Well, what I, what, what I kind of get a kick out of is that uh, most places took, uh, took the numbers down, you know, but, uh, but we're posted. We actually we just posted uh, updated win totals and updated alternate uh, win totals. I can, I can pull them up here real quickly, but the uh, – the, Remember, it wasn't only, uh, what, six weeks ago, Green Bay's win total was at 11. A little shade to the under on 11, but now we're looking at, you know, uh, eight and a half type of type of move. So this is a pretty big move, and in the NFC North makes uh, makes a pretty big difference. You know, I don't, I don't know, I mean, is this really good for the Bears? It's really, Minnesota's the only one that really makes a difference. Wait a minute, right? did, did we move the Lions' win total? <laughs> <laughs> They still at five? Uh, five. Five. Five under. Five under. Five under. Shaded under. No faith in Jared Goff, that's for sure. 
Yeah, so right now, right now on uh, on uh, the uh, Packers, our, our our number is uh, you know on a nine and a half. That's that's now an alt number. Under is uh, minus minus uh, one ninety five. Uh, but the uh, but the overall win total is at eight and a half. So it's really come down. Obviously, it's all speculation on Rodgers, but. Uh, you know, I'm having a little bit of fun with Jeff Davis, Chris Bennett, Matt Metcalf, and uh, you know, they said we're going to post, and we're and they, they posted the number, and and obviously we, we we want the guys with the great the great information to hit us first, and you know, we'll try to get a read on it. So uh, that's kind of what we're doing. I like that you're keeping it up there. Have some fun instead of oh, we got to be safe here. Like you adjusted the odds. I like it. You yeah, know? I mean, I mean, you think about think about some of uh, you know a national a national <laughs> book. You know, if some news comes out. The quantity of accounts that they have, you know, they can get swamped. So, you know, our business model is a little bit different. We take higher, higher than average bets, and uh, and I think we we can adjust a little bit, maybe a little bit more quickly. And you're not risk averse. I mean, you you you're okay with that. I mean, I'm there. What are they going to stop making cars? I mean, come yeah. on, we, we, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what do you make of uh, the possibility Rodgers is not playing for the Packers? It seems more likely based on the news breaking. Um, the Bears are still below the Packers. What do you think about Chicago not getting much love here with the adjusted odds? You know, I think that Justin Fields will be their starter week two. I, I really do. I mean, what do they have to lose here? I don't think they want to throw them to the Wolves at SoFi against that Rams defense in week one, and that's the only thing. But if they have a plan that they're going to go with Dalton for half the year or whatever, then then, then I don't have much hope for the Bears. But they're sort of in a win-now situation, right? Nagy's got a win now. It didn't work out with Trubisky. Their defense is still a top ten defense. You know their their window is closing. They got to let this kid, who's probably the best quarterback to come out of Ohio State in the last in this century, maybe. I mean, um, yeah. All apologies to Joe Germain, but I mean, I think this kid's a <laughs> Stanley Jackson too. Oh, this kid's a generational <laughs> talent. So I I had this argument. I wanted books to post who will have more wins, Vikings or Bears, because I I lean Bears actually. You lean Bears. I over lean the Bears, and I'd take a plus price, obviously. You know, the Bears have a pretty easy <laughs> schedule, from what I recollect. I, I think you just posted it. I mean, an early, early, easy, easy uh, element in the first uh, first six weeks here. I mean, I think the Bears' schedule plays to uh, their favor. But then, as this, you know, as you get deeper into the season, I think it's going to be a, a a whole nother ball game. So you really, you really think they're going to make a move by week two? Well, hold that thought real quick, Mike. Uh, we'll dive into it in a second more. On the nightcap here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Derek in. Banksy. We got Mike Palm. Now, Mike, I don't want to cut you off, right? So uh, we were talking about this news with Aaron Rodgers. The the news, Sports Illustrated was uh, reporting on it. Pro Football Talk mentioned it, where there's a lot of belief that maybe Aaron Rodgers is retiring. So a lot of sports books around town, they've taken those Packers odds completely off the board. Not here at Circa. They've been adjusted. We were talking about the Bears. They're still in third in the NFC North. They haven't leapfrogged the Packers with the possibility of Aaron Rodgers not being there. So what do you think about the Bears? Do they start Justin Fields week two? They're playing the Bengals. Is that the debut for Fields? Yeah, I think they try to give him a soft landing spot. Uh, I don't think you throw him in against uh, Aaron Donald and that Rams defense in week one. I think that could be overwhelming. But I, I don't know. You didn't get Andy Dalton to try to shepherd this team to the playoffs, right? Andy Dalton is very serviceable. If something happens with Fields, if his development doesn't go good, you know, Andy Dalton will be a workable quarterback. But that's not your answer. And Nagy's got to win now, and so does Pace. I mean, they're 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 linked together here, and they're 
their leash is short in Chicago. So I don't think we're waiting to week six, seven, eight, nine to see Justin Fields. I think it's in week two. It's interesting. You know, the Vikings had so many defensive players out last year. Now a coach who's uh, chosen to be out because he doesn't want to take the vaccine. But I think Zimmer gets his defense back. I'm just not a big Kirk Cousins believer. I just, uh, I mean, Michigan State, I don't know, should they even be an accredited school anymore? I don't know. You could, you oh, could make the, If they weren't going to keep John Engler, I don't know there why they exist. Go. But anyhow, <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins beat me when I had Russell Wilson in that game and, they, and, and he caught that pass. But I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy. Yeah, I think Minnesota's an eight and an eight and nine team, nine and eight at best. I think the Bears have a higher ceiling. I, if Rodgers doesn't play, I think the Bears have a legit shot to win the North. Where do you all stand? What's your feeling? Do you think Rodgers is done with the Packers in light of this news? I think he's done playing with the Packers. I don't think he's done football. Yeah. I think he still wants to play. You guys don't even talk about my Lions. Are you serious? No, there's a big move on the Lions this morning. They were, they were 18 to one, 18 to one to win the NFC North, and that was one of the things they had to make the move on. CB moved it. We just posted. The Lions are now 15 to one to win the NFC North. That's pretty my good team. move. That's that number, that number's missing a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, getting beat up over here. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers done. What do you make of the Packers I, if it's if it's Jordan Love show? You know, I thought he I, I told Derek this a couple months ago when he thought I was crazy. I think he's sitting out a year. I think I think he's not gonna play this year and he's gonna wind up somewhere else next year. I I believe I don't think he's done playing. He's still got too much, but I, I don't know what the discontent in Green Bay is. Devontae Adams. Right now Devontae broken off talks. I yeah. mean something's going on there. Uh, maybe, I don't know, they're all still mad at LaFleur for those two horrific decisions to pass the ball on second and 18 <laughs> before the half and then to kick the field goal. I mean, there's a, that, that's a team that was 13-3, and three and everybody's mad as the season ends. So I, I'm not sure there. I don't think Rodgers is done, though, by a long shot. And he may still play in Green Bay this year. That's why you can't make these other teams favorite because there's still the possibility. I mean, people really need to see it to believe it. You're not going to be looking at Rodgers this year. Do you think it you would maybe get more value dealing Rodgers at the trade deadline or in the offseason if it comes to that? That's an interesting question, Brian. I mean, that it depends on sort of how it falls, right, and how the races are going here. Um, he's going to be a guy that's not just going to be for a, for a playoff drive kind of guy, though, depending on how they're going to sign him and what kind of a hit they take to the salary and the salary cap. It's interesting. They probably have more leverage now, though, with teams like – you know, when you talk Schlereth reported Broncos, I mean, that makes a huge difference. They haven't had a quarterback. They suddenly become the number, you know, right there with San Diego is, is, is 2A and 2B in the West. If, if it was Denver, I mean, it, it's hard to say, but I think he sits out a year. Yeah. Hey, Mike, as you're talking about that, there's a graphic up here. Uh, can you put this graphic on who's going to win the NFC North? Check this out. This is the reason why, as a gambler, you need to have multiple outs. Look at this right now. I mean, Packers are plus 185 at circuit, and Bet MGM they're a 120 minus 120 favorite. If you're a Vikings fan, you got to make the play at Bet MGM. Look at this. Look at this variance. Look at Lions, 22 to one. I mean, 22 to one. This is unbelievable in, in this particular. I mean, this this is obviously not going to last long. Markets were going to dominate, and these will converge. But but what a dramatic! What a, when, when have you ever seen a bet where you about plus one eighty five once at one place and minus one twenty another? Stunning! It is. So are you going to run to bet MGM to bet on the Lions? Hey, I'm here with you. It's a nightcap on Friday <laughs> night. We're going to spend our night at the world famous Mega Bar. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm sure some of our guys on the bet MGM are going to be hitting it. Yeah.
Derek figured out he was better off letting the public bet, and he can still have a sweat than him trying to pick teams. Darren, by the way, we got the NHL draft tonight. Did you pay attention to that? Anything Boy, that... pay attention. <laughs> I don't know what you've been doing all day, but uh, Michigan, U of M. I mean, I, I got to talk about this. Three guys in the top five picks. I mean, it's unheard of, and I think they're all going back to college. So I, what do I do? I text the coach who's coaching them now, Bill McCulk, good buddy of mine, and Brian Wiseman. I go, what else you got? He goes, I think there's two more that might go in before the first round is done. So this team's going to be a powerhouse this year if they all go back to school. But great for U of M to have all these guys getting drafted. Five, five potentially in the five first in round? the first round. Oh. And all going back to school, which is amazing, considering they really didn't have much hockey last year. Right. So they all go back and get another year of college. Could be a superpower in hockey next year. Who do you like? Which team uh, did the best in your eyes? In what, the NHL? In the, yeah, in the draft. Well, right now, I mean, we're still in the first round. I, they're young. Will any kids go in and play right away? Obviously, Wallace talking about going back, and he's the first pick overall. Um, I look at the entry draft with the Kraken. I wasn't overly impressed what they did. There was nothing like what the Knights did. Um, Giordano, older guy, yeah, he'll be the leader in the, you know, in the dressing room. They got a bunch of guys like that. But they had a ton of young kids, 20 games, 15 games, 9 games, Goalie was six games. You're like, what are they going to? I assume there's something going to happen before June 20 or July 28th when the free agents are able to get signed and teams are releasing guys. And you see Seth Jones sign with Chicago today. I mean, guy's an amazing hockey player. He's up for the or for the Norris every year, and now him and his brother are going to play together in Chicago next year. So there'll be a lot of movement. You've been seeing it today all day. There'll be a lot of movement by next week, by next Wednesday. I wish there was more buildup for the NHL draft. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, by the way, that's today. And I'm like, what? We didn't have any more buildup than that? Yeah, you Americans are like that. I know. <laughs> Come to Canada. We got a totally different story about what's going on with hockey. Everybody knows the draft is today. And definitely, congratulations to those young guys that are getting drafted. It's a, it's a great experience. Is, you know, it, is it similar to the NFL draft at all in Canada? Well, they don't build out, yeah. you know, buildings and aquariums and stuff like that. Yeah. We don't get into it like that. That's just silliness to go there and watch guys walk across the stage. Um, but no, the the teams, the families are really excited and most first rounders play, but they don't always play. Like I don't know if that happens in football, but there you know, some guys that have been drafted in first round in hockey and never play a game in the NHL. Oh. I think the one one thing about obviously NFL draft and the NBA draft, they you know, every team expects their, their first-round draft pick to be an impact player. Obviously, baseball, hockey's a little bit different because you have such a lag. I mean, I mean uh, I'm, a, I'm a big baseball fan, and to see you know the Tigers sign their, basically the back of the first round, their uh, compensatory pick a week ago, but then they signed uh, Job, the third, third overall pick uh, uh, earlier today. And, you know, he's only 18 years old. Not going to have an impact for four years. So it's kind of tough to have that immediate connection i mean it so i think the draft is a little bit different i do think major league baseball did a heck of a job promoting the draft and then the home run derby this year and really turning it into an event yeah they needed to have uh if they're going to have a reopening day that thursday after the all-star game you know you got to have more than one game that gets rained out or, or coveted out i mean you got it if you're going to own the day i love baseball owning owning a second opening day it should be a story day yeah. And uh, yeah, it just didn't happen this year.
That no, makes sense. Absolutely. If we're talking baseball, what do you think of uh, the Guardians? Remake of that, the new Cleveland. It's an insurance company, the Progressive Field and the Guardians. I don't, I don't get it. What's Cleveland doing? They're trying to tap Des Moines for insurance capital of the world. You know, it's one of those things when you, when you have a team name, you know, they're, they're kind of in a tough spot because no one's going to like a new name. It's just the way it's going to be. And when you have a team uh, team name, the Cleveland Indians has been around for, you know, not a decade, but I mean, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about decades, and no one's going to like the new name. Um, we'll see how it plays out. You know, obviously on Twitter, people went a little bit crazy, but there's also some realization that uh, you know people are going to get behind it, and you know they're showing the logo and all that type of stuff. Uh, takes a little while to digest. Uh, did you come around? Because I thought it was the dumbest name ever at first, the Washington football team. Over the last year, I kind of came around. I'm like, it's not as bad as I thought initially. There's a lot of people saying they would have been better off calling the, the Cleveland Indians the baseball the team. Ba- <laughs> taking take that, that road than the Guardians. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if I'll come around on Guardians because when I first heard it, it sounded like they got hacked. You know, it sounded like the, <laughs> like the Jay Williams thing where I got hacked I, with the Boston Celtics coach over here. But it's the real thing. So I don't know. A year from now, if I'll think Guardians sounds a little bit better than I think it sounds right now. You know, maybe. Yeah. Minor League Baseball has a lot of fun with these, with these uh, you know, the mascots. And, uh, you know, it's, but it's kind of tough. I mean, or what are we down to? We can, we can name a team after a bird or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Washington football team, I'm starting to get used to it. Yeah, yeah like I am too. Yeah. Yeah, but next year they're going to have a real name. They no one's going to like it. Yeah, no, they'll be like, <laughs> oh, what's this team? You know, but they come up with these names. Like I said, I went to the minor league baseball game the other day, and I think the team was called the Chihuahuas or something like that. Yeah, you were at the El Paso yeah, yeah. Chihuahuas versus the Las Vegas Aviators. You know, and I heard about one of the teams, they have dog bowls that you could buy nachos and, and come and dog. You know, it's just creative things, and those marketing teams have got to come up with something. And uh, Guardians, I don't know. Eat out of a fence or a bowl? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Should be I, interesting. I saw that too, where Guardians it it ends the same way. Like you get the D I A N S, like Indians, yes. Guardians. I'm like, really? That's the sales pitch? That doesn't make any sense to me. But apparently, that was some symmetry, and that had something to do with the name change. I wonder also. how much it cost to come up with that name. I, I'm sure they put a lot into it. It's a whole branding. Opportunity. You know, we come how much with, did it, how much did it cost us to come up with circa, Derek? Circa cost us a little bit more than what it didn't cost us that much to come up with the D. I can tell you that. Derek had Derek had two criteria for the name of this property, right? He, and he had studied what were successful names, and the two criteria calm, were calm, Mike. What calm? I'm telling a story, it's an just, accurate story. Yeah, but we don't want to say this. We don't. It's going to be offensive to a lot of other companies that have named their companies. What? Offensive? I'm yeah. Just, or are we giving away trade secrets? There we go. Two, two syllables, <laughs> and it has oh. two syllables, and it has an R in it. And I came up just like that. I stood up, and I said, this name will embody the whole company, the whole spirit of the owner, the CEO, Hubris. Oh, man. It, it, it was rejected. It was rejected. Oh, man. It got voted down. It got voted, voted down. down. Well, we have a lot. We have, you know, Derek leads by consensus. He gave a speech at the gaming conference a few years ago. That's his leadership style consensus. And I said, there's a lot of minority votes of one that went in our company. That, that's the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking over there, Darren? I've been looking at these drinks. It looked like it was smoking a little bit when it came in here. What is that? Well, I have a throat infection, so I can't go with my usual tequila. So today it's a little 
thing the bartenders come up with to help me out. So I keep drinking. What is it? Tea, hot honey, tea, and some tea, whiskey, honey, and a little, little bit of whiskey in there. So oh, some, really? Yeah. 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 I don't stop. Yeah, you just keep just going. It's the nightcap. Yeah. You realize that? <laughs> <laughs> you just keep bending those elbows, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty good at it. What do you have working over there, Derek? What's your drink of uh, choice? Just Captain, Captain, uh, Captain Morgan and Diet. That's my yeah. general go-to. You, Mike? What do you go with? A little with? Moscato here. A little... Sweet, sweet wines. I'm a, yeah. a big sweet wines guy. Hey, Mike, what'd you what'd you talk about earlier on the nuts today about uh, about uh, the debacle of Kenley Jansen? I never had a chance oh, to man. watch your show, but I was sitting with Bill Eighty last night. I'm like, oh my god, here we go, here we go. And then the call, the, the check call, swing, the, the check, check swing. swing. That's tough. I mean, if you have to rely on a check swing, yeah. I mean that that's one of the most subjective calls in all of sports. It's like a block charge. You know, I mean, how are you going to get that? And you're why? I mean, David, David Roberts getting thrown out in the ninth inning a lot here. I think he's starting to yeah. feel a little bit of pressure. The Giants continue to score runs, and I don't think the Dodgers are going to make up a lot of games head to head against them. They ha- they haven't done well after that first series in San Francisco. I was uh, I was shocked about the interest level. The entire mega bar went nuts on the check swing, and then when the Giants come back to score, and everybody's talking. At one point, what were uh, the Giants were at? Plus twelve hundred. Mm. There was a guy down three, behind down me. three to one going to the yeah, ninth. The guy, the guy was yeah. behind me. He goes, I just bet plus twelve hundred. I, I don't know what app he was on. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> and he was behind us. And uh, and he goes, I just bet twelve hundred. I'm like, whoa. And then the crowd, the crowd erupted with Giants fans, or at least Giants fans for last night. Look, they're four games up. You got nine weeks left. Bauer's not coming back. I'm pretty certain yeah. of that here. I think if you'd have taken, you still get him plus two ninety. It was three thirty yesterday before the game. I don't know how you don't make that bet. If you lose it, you lose it. By the way, one minute left, Derek. I want to pick your brain about the NFL contests you have going on here at Circa. Is your baby the survivor? <laughs> Is that your? Oh, go-to? what are you thinking? How mad humans are listening to Mike Paul? Yeah, we're pushing the we're pushing the Circa survivor, and maybe maybe we got a little overzealous. I mean, we're at what four hundred and forty entrants right now. We're guaranteeing six million, so. You know, we're we're in trouble at this point pacing wise, but obviously most people come in towards the end of the contest uh last few weeks and uh hopefully the power of the payoff uh, draws a few people to come out from uh, all over the country. The market may not allow an overlay. I like that line when you said that. <laughs> Who said that Adam Hill last you night? Can't tolerate an overlay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need we need help and survivor. Come out and visit us. Come out and visit us. You know, we, I said to him we had the meeting to plan it. What are the guarantees going to be this year? I said he said survivor's going to take off. You know, it was a pandemic. Everybody loves us. I've been playing it 25 years. I said, how about we do? We did three and one last year. What if we do four and four? He said. Oh, Mike, eight million's not sexy enough. We got to do ten million. I said, but two years ago, one point five million was sexy. Come on, <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, thanks for stopping by. It was great hanging with you guys. Thank Glad you very much, you. Brian. All right, keep it locked right here. More of the nightcap on Veasan. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's the nightcap here on Visa, and I'm Brian No in for Tim Murray. You know, those guys, they need a they need a nickname for their group, you know? I don't know, the fellas just here with Derek Stevens. Uh, Darren Banks was in here. Also, Mike Palm. I, I think you can't go with Wolfpack. You can't do that. That's been done. It's got to be something, though. You know, I. if there were four, you could go with the, the newer version of the Four Horsemen. I don't know. I don't know. But they need a nickname. They need the fellas. Just go with the, I don't know. But they need something because those guys are a lot of fun. Absolutely. So it was good chopping it up with them in the first segment tonight. I'm going to get into this Aaron Rodgers situation. That is the news that's going to get bigger and bigger. So I'll look more extensively coming up here where you look at the odds in the NFC North. They've been doctored for sure. The news that Aaron Rodgers might retire, i.e. force his way out of Green Bay. This could be a bit of a Carson Palmer type move. And BetMGM, they've just taken the Packers off their board in terms of their odds to win the NFC North. That is off the board at BetMGM. So it's still on the board at Circa. You could still 
bet the Packers if you wanted to to win the NFC North. But a lot of sports books around town, they've taken a more cautious approach. I like that Derek Stevens is like, we're here to have some fun, you know? Let's have a little bit of fun. They kept the Packers on the board. And they don't didn't drop the Packers to like plus 500 or something, thinking it's set in stone that Aaron Rodgers is walking away. It's at, what, about plus... There it is right there. It's plus one. My eyesight is terrible. 185. <laughs> I, need bi- I need binoculars over here. But plus 185. That's what Circa has. The Packers. So it's not. Let's just say for the sake of argument. The news of Aaron Rodgers potentially retiring. He doesn't retire. Let's say he laces him up in 2021 for the Packers. It's not like Circa is on the hook for all these people just went to the betting window and lined up and they put a fortune on the Packers plus 500. They're at plus 185. All right, so having a little bit more fun. I, I, I think it can make some sense. And listen, a lot of sports books, um, they're going to be very, very cautious. But, but I like how they differ from time to time. It's not all the same. And here at Circa, it's still on the board right now. So I'll get more into Aaron Rodgers coming up shortly. In terms of the games tonight, man, it's been a whirlwind. So, uh, pitcher's duel over there in Milwaukee. Lucas Giolito, he's been doing his thing. The Brewers do lead one nothing right now in the seventh inning. Uh, a couple of the late games, they're just getting underway. We've got the, uh, the Dodgers back at it. Oh, man, four Dodgers <laughs> last night. It was breaking just as the show was ending. I was talking about Kenley Jansen, and uh, he had blown two saves in a row. And then things started to get away last night. Two outs. It's the top of the ninth inning. Dodgers at home. Just one runner on first base. And toward the end of the show last night, there was a double. We got runners at second and third, and the Giants found a way to get it done. Giants ended up winning the game against the Dodgers last night, and Kenley Jansen blew a third save in a row. Third blown save by Kenley Jansen. So the Dodgers back at it tonight. They're on the board in the first inning. They lead one nothing at home against the Colorado Rockies. They have a man in scoring position on, third, on second base with two out. So Dodgers looking to rebound. And I also thought that Dave Roberts... He's yelling at the umpire because of the check swing. Like, he went around. He... And uh, we were watching the game last night, and it was like, he didn't go around. He didn't go around. That's feeling the pressure of, man, my decision did not work out, actually. <laughs> That's what that was. But uh, we'll see if Kenley Jansen, I, I don't know if he'll get a chance tonight. Dodgers might roll in this one, early offense. Uh, scoreless right now in Seattle, Seattle and Oakland. Nobody on the board just yet. Pirates on the board early against the Giants. The Pirates in their 36-60 and 60 record against the Giants. But, hey, maybe San Francisco potentially a little flat based on the come-from-behind wins in each of the last two nights, especially last night. Big-time drama. So we'll monitor all these games. Any in-game plays, I'll relay them to you as well. Coming up next... 
We dive right back into Aaron Rodgers. The Packers, in terms of their odds to win the NFC North, they're being taken down across books here in Vegas. We'll get to that. It's the nightcap. I'm Brian, though, in for Tim Murray here on VEASAN. VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon. And there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on the season win totals and division finishers, as well as player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, so <laughs> this news about Aaron Rodgers potentially retiring. Now, if you caught the show last night, I went on, I would say, a fairly extensive rant saying that I don't believe Aaron Rodgers is playing elsewhere in 2021. <laughs> and then, I think this is Sports Illustrated and Pro Football Talk and most Vegas sports books and Aaron Rodgers trying to make me look bad. I think that's what's going on here because I didn't buy it. I needed to see it to believe it because I just didn't anticipate Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, negotiating against himself and throwing away an entire year. But that is the buzz. It's at least a possibility. That's according to Sports Illustrated and Pro Football Talk. And the Vegas sports books, you know they're tapped in. They're going to their sources. What do you hear at this point? Is there anything to it? Is there some legs to this situation? And based on their intel, they are led to believe that there is a strong possibility that Aaron Rodgers retires. Now, do I think he's retired for good? No, not at all. There's far too much money to make. You can only make so much at Jeopardy. I know this sounds ridiculous. You're going to make like $15 million. That's really good. It's really good. It's not elite NFL quarterback money. So I don't think that he's done at all. An interesting nugget here as well. So Carson Palmer, he pulled this a decade ago. It's 2011. Carson Palmer says, I'm retiring. Sick and tired of getting beaten up and losing here in Cincinnati. I'm done with the Bengals organization. Did the press conference, did all of that. And then, next thing you know, he was traded and was playing elsewhere. He's a member of the Raiders. The same agent that represented Carson Palmer represents Aaron Rodgers. And so you could see a decade later, history repeat itself where Aaron Rodgers is saying, I'm retiring, i.e. I'm just not playing for the Packers with the cheesehead fan base over there. For whatever reason, and that's the other thing, your guess is as good as mine. A lot of it stems from drafting Jordan Love. And if you caught the interview Aaron Rodgers did with Kenny Mayne, it was Kenny Mayne's final SportsCenter episode. He was leaving ESPN. And he interviewed Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, at one point in the interview, he said, oh, Jordan Love's a great guy. Has nothing to do with Jordan Love. Good dude. Like him. 
like that that's just BS. Let's just call it what it is. Aaron Rodgers, it's half true and half misleading. It is uh, it's basically bending the truth because I will buy and it could be the truth that Aaron Rodgers is fine with Jordan Love the guy. This isn't Jordan Love's fault that the Packers drafted him. He might Aaron Rodgers might like Jordan Love as a dude, but in terms of the draft pick being made, if we go back in the hot tub time machine to the NFC Championship game, if you're Aaron Rodgers, I don't see how you couldn't have that thought in your head. If we draft an impact player in the first round, not necessarily a star, not a an all-pro, like you know, rookie of the year, but someone who's contributing in round one, that could have been the difference in the NFC title game in the loss against Tampa Bay. That has absolutely got to burn you. And also, we go back to draft night when the Packers didn't communicate it with Aaron Rodgers. They didn't give him the respect of saying, hey, I'm going to give you a heads up, Aaron, that we're going to draft Jordan Love. We're still committed to you. Just, Just try to, you know, Ease him into that. Instead, Aaron Rodgers is on his couch, <laughs> and in mid-sip, the Packers draft Jordan Love, and I'm just anticipating him spitting out whatever he was drinking. And like, what? So we went with a QB in round one? Can I get a receiver or a guy that's going to be on the field? Jordan Love didn't see the field last year. So I don't buy for a second that Aaron Rodgers is just like, oh, Jordan Love, love the guy. He might. It doesn't end there. He might love the guy, but absolutely hate the selection. I get that. I can totally understand that. And according to Sports Illustrated and Pro Football Talk, strong possibility that Aaron Rodgers walks away, at least from the Packers. Again, I don't think he's done for good, but that is the news right now. Now, if you look at Circa, the odds that they have posted right now, the adjusted odds. The Packers are at plus 185 to win the NFC North. They're at minus 250 to not win the NFC North. Now, the first thing that I think of is if, if, underlined, bold, highlighted, if Aaron Rodgers is done with the Green Bay Packers, what a spot for Jordan Love to be in, right? Your first year as a starting quarterback and this is the situation you're walking into, holy hell, <laughs> right? That's, good luck to you. You just were in the NFC Championship game. And a lot of people will look at Jordan Love, they'll either view him one of two ways. Three ways. Some will be patient and say, I'm sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers and him, you know, the way that he handled it. There will be some Packer fans bent the way Aaron Rodgers handled this, and they're going to be patient to an extent with Jordan Love. Then there are going to be people that are used to great success. And if Jordan Love doesn't hit the ground running, which the odds are he won't, they're going to have a short fuse and not a whole lot of patience. And then thirdly, where it's just... It's the perfect storm of being in a horrible spot because Packer fans are used to 
A little bit of drama with their quarterbacks and Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, but they're used to outstanding production. Favre was a three-time MVP. Aaron Rodgers, how many has he won? Is he up to four? I have to go back and look. They're used to that quality of play. So to go from filet mignon to crusty ramen noodles, like that, that's going to be even worse if Jordan Love is scuffling out of the gate. More on that. We'll also look to the AFC division by division odds. We'll do a little bit of that coming up. I'm Brian Noen for Tim Murray. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm Brian Noen for Tim Murray here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap. It's funny. 
Uh, Darren was in here a little bit earlier, and it, it's like the, uh, the aftermath of his glass. You know, the glass was sitting there, and yeah, I see that. Like, we got a little bit of that. Yeah, I tried to, you know what's funny is uh, I tried to keep it under wraps a little bit. So I, I'm not a drinker. I'm not a drinker. My dad, I love my dad to death. He's done a, an amazing job. He's been sober for, gosh, it's around 15 years now. And uh, I give him all the props in the world. But, man, he was a hard, hardcore drinker when I was growing up. And I was like, I, I think I could struggle with it, too. I've got an addictive personality. I, I think I probably would have gone after it pretty hard. So I've, I don't drink. I never have. And so it's like one of those situations where at the beginning of the show, Derek Stevens is in here, owner of Circa Resort and Casino. And we've got Darren in here, former NHL player. And we got Mike Palm. And they're all sipping. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I know they're going to be like, what are you drinking? No. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my gosh, why? You know, so luckily it didn't come to that. I was uh, I was happy it didn't come to that. But and anyway, any event, yeah, we got the uh, the aftermath of some of the drinking earlier. But had a lot of fun with those guys. Those guys are good dudes, so good times for sure. Okay, AFC division by division odds over here. If we look at the AFC East, let's dive in. And I'll give you a little division thing, and I'll do a little side thing as well with the quarterbacks. So let's just focus in on DraftKings for right now. We'll keep it simple, so I'm not giving you a million odds over here. Bills lead the way. Minus 150 to win the division. My Dolphins, that's right, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. From South Bend, Indiana, I have no idea how I became a Dolphins fan. I didn't understand geography when I was young. I probably liked the helmets, but go Fins, Fins up. They're at plus 310. Patriots right there at plus 350. And then the Jets, good Lord, 25 to 1. Long odds. And uh, I'm not going to go out and rush to bet on Gang Green to win the division with Zach Wilson over here. But I do. I, I hate to just go chalk because it's the NFL. We have a lot of moving and shaking going on. History doesn't repeat itself from one season to the, to the next. And oftentimes in what, late July, it's kind of hard to see major movement, major changes. I think back always to this division in 2008. You had the undefeated Patriots at 16-0, a whisker away from winning a Super Bowl and going 19-0 undefeated. And instead, they, they lose to the Giants. The next year, the Dolphins were 1-15. The Dolphins won the division le- the next year. Tom Brady goes down week one. The Dolphins go on to win the division. They went from 1-15 to 11-5. It's unbelievable. Now, I don't think that history repeats itself in a way here with the Jets going from worst to first, but crazier things have happened. It's all to say, even though I really like this Bills team, Josh Allen took a mammoth step forward. I I would, if forced to bet on an AFC East team, I would bet on the Bills. Minus 150, that's not a whole lot of juice to eat. I'd be fine with that price. Uh, I don't love it. I don't love juice. I'd love making plus money. But if you ask me, who do you think will win? You got to bet on who you think will win, not just be a sucker for the odds. So I would say the Bills in that scenario. Now, it does get interesting for second place. What do we have with Tua Tungavailoa this year? What do we have with the Cam Newton slash Mac Jones two-headed monster? How many games does Mac Jones start this year? Also this, if you put Josh Allen to the side, 
Just put him to the side because he obviously is the best quarterback in that division. Who do you like the most at QB in the AFC East? Outside of Josh Allen. Is it Tua? Is it Zach Wilson, the rookie? Or is it Cam Newton slash Mac Jones? Who, who do you have the most faith in? I mean, I don't have faith in Cam Newton. I, I think that Mac Jones can actually be good in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to be good out of the gate starting half-ish this season. I don't know how many games he's going to start. So how can you go with that? Do you go with Tua? I'm not going to go with Zach Wilson as a Daisy Fresh rookie. By default, I would go with Tua. Again, putting Josh Allen to the side, I, I would expect the most from, from Tua this year. Look at the upgrades, right? Wide receiver-wise, you draft Jalen Waddell, got all sorts of speed. Quick also, and then you get Will Fuller. He misses week one because of the PED suspension, but Will Fuller is a burner. Formerly with the Houston Texans out of Notre Dame, right? A lot of speed around Tua. So, yeah, I think that he could take a step forward. I'll put it this way. I like what the Dolphins have done more at wide receiver surrounding Tua with weapons than what the Patriots have done trying to surround Cam Newton slash Mac Jones. I like Nelson Aguilar, but, you know, I think the Dolphins have done more in terms of upgrading at the wide receiver position. But I do, I think that's a fun and interesting little side note when it comes to that division. Who, who is it that you feel strongly about outside of Josh Allen at the quarterback position in that division? Okay, if we keep it going here with the AFC North, let's look at that division. Okay, we'll stick uh, with, the, with DraftKings again. Ravens lead the way at plus 115. Browns at plus 150. Steelers at plus 450. And the Bengals, 25 to 1. How oh, they get Joe Burrow back. Of course, had the hideous knee injury last year. It's a weird thing, right? Like, when you look at it, 25 to 1. Does that betting devil show up on your shoulder also and start whispering to you, like, 25 to 1? Oh, you can win a lot of cash there. Yeah, I have it whispering to me also. But I'm not going to bet on the Bengals. I just, they're not good enough to win this division. And although the Steelers have taken a step back, that's not a walk in the park to face the Steelers two times a year if you're the Bengals. So then you look at the top of the division. Ravens are the favorite, followed by the Browns. I'll put it to you this way. I would bet the Browns quicker than I would the Ravens. Because of this, I just worry about Lamar Jackson suffering a major injury. And unfortunately, it's a matter of time. It's not if it'll happen, it's really when it'll happen. Now, let me be perfectly clear here. I obviously don't want this to happen. I don't want this to be the case whatsoever. But the guy just takes so many chances We've been talking about Aaron Rodgers here tonight, the possibility that he retires. Aaron Rodgers, after a preseason game a couple of years ago, he met Lamar Jackson at midfield, and Lamar said this in the post-game interview. They were like, what did, what did Aaron Rodgers say to you? And he was like, uh, like wished me luck, and he said, get down. <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is saying, dude, don't take all this punishment. 
You're electric. You're a massive talent. You got to live to fight another down at times. And Lamar just doesn't have that gear. We've seen Lamar Jackson. He's been outstanding running the football, but he takes so many hits and so many chances. There was a game against the Chiefs. This is two years ago. The end of the game, he's not on the field. He got hit. Wasn't feeling quite well. He's on the sideline. RG3 is finishing a game. It was in the later stages. I, it might have been in overtime. Don't quote me on that, but it was a game in the later stages, either late in the fourth quarter or in overtime, and Lamar Jackson is not on the field because he was extending plays and he got hit the wrong way, and he's on the sideline. I just have... I'd be waking up in a cold sweat if I put a huge amount of money on the Ravens to win the AFC North because it's not just decisions on the field. You see the video of Lamar? He was somersaulting either over or around a sea dew. And then also, this is only about a week or two ago, he had fun day with Lamar, right? I forget the exact name, but he has this camp for kids and they come over and you have your fun day with Lamar Jackson. They're on a, it's like a basketball court. It's either a heart, it's outside. It might have been cement. I don't know. And he's running routes. He's running patterns. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's, that's hard on your knees. Lamar Jackson, and I was like this as a little kid. I'm not saying he is, but you might relate to this as well. Did you have to outgrow this thought that you were indestructible? I did. I think that's where Lamar Jackson is right now. When I was young, I just thought I was bulletproof. I thought that I could pretty much do whatever I wanted and spring right up and be like, I'm good, you know? Just dust that off. I can somersault over a a sea dew. I can run patterns on a cement court. I can, uh, you know, take on the strong safety, try to juke the middle linebacker, and okay, big deal, I got rocked. I'm good. Like, (laughs) I just think he hasn't outgrown that. And with Dak Prescott, who also was indestructible until last year. Dak was always upright, always on the field. And then he ran the ball against the Giants in week five and took a hit. His leg is pointing north and his foot is pointing east. You know, not good. Not good at all. So I just, with Lamar Jackson, as dynamic as he is, as much of a playmaker as he is, as much as using his legs is part of his game. I don't want to take away completely what makes him special, and I'm not. Russell Wilson is still special running the football, but he's judicious. He gets down. He slides. He doesn't take that extra punishment. I just want to see more out of Lamar when it comes to that, and we haven't seen that. So with all that being said, I'm not putting a bundle of cash on the Ravens to win the AFC North. I would look to the Browns. I'd go with the Browns if I I had to at plus 150 for them to win the division. All right, plenty to get to. Chris Andrews will join me around the corner. He's coming up. Head odds maker at South Point Casino. We'll go in a lot of different directions, including the NFL. I'm Brian No in for Tim Murray. Keep it locked right here. It's the Nightcap on VEASAN. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.